me and my besties are coming to your show in Napa. Oh, my Lord. Oh, my good God in heaven. What a dream come true. What a dream come true. Music it has always been the, uh, probably just a huge part of my life. And, I mean, uh, just a major, major, major part of my life. And uh, I don't know if you're going to be able to hear this. Probably not. You never can. But um, this is one of Stevie's bestest songs. There was going to be an ad come up. So, ha-ha, I caught you. Well, not before you didn't catch me, but uh, this is always a good one. Here, though. Oh. Landslide, can you hear it? Can you hear it? Can you hear me now? Can you hear Probably not, but... Anyway, Stevie, we are coming to see you. Uh, all of my besties and I, all of us. Get out. It's a Lindsay. Aww. It's a, it's a, Lindsay Buckingham. Lindsay, for being an expert. Get your together and get back in the band, baby. Jesus. Mary and Joseph. Emotions, man. I don't even know what emotions. I, I did actually, I did Tangerine Dream before the show. You're welcome. That's where we launched. <laughs> oh, all right, Stevie. We're going to make you background for a minute. Oh, oh, but Lindsay, I know. God, that man and his guitar. Any guitar that guy picks up. Jeez, please. God did good with that one. All right, so you really are listening to Weed Statements today. Good morning, Ganja lovers. And um, good morning, Stevie. She's probably just going to go to bed. <laughs> Her and Williams think of go to bed around this time. They're they're up until 4 in the morning. Can you hear Stevie? Can you hear, if I turn it up, can you hear Stevie? I won't do it. Oh, damn it. Oh. All right, well, that's a weird thing. I wonder what, um, so this is all for me then. Just thanks, Stevie. Thanks for my little solo landslide version. Oh, how's the fire? Is it out? Is your heat back on? What's going on? Silver Sister, we've had some uh, blizzard of 24s going on over in Buffalo, New York, and uh, you got to be careful over there. <laughs> um, so, no, no, Stevie. All right. Fire's out. Heat's back on. What's happening? That's a, yeah, that's scary. Oh, not yet. All right. Well, everybody put beanies on. If everybody puts a beanie on, you'll be hot in like three minutes and you'll be ripping them off going, oh, it's too hot in here. Uh, tuna's probably just fine. <laughs> I'm sure everybody's fine but you. <laughs> You're probably the coldest one in the house. So put a beanie on, Silver Sister. And don't say it didn't tell you how to stay warm. Uh-oh. Oh, I was like, where'd you go, Steve? Um, all right. Let's see. What is going on? Um, well, thank you to Tumbleweed Tell Center at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. Get on down. Get certified. Come on down. We are open Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. And um, we will be there to certify you for the lowest prices in town. Yeah. Lowest prices in town. Um, sorry, Stevie is really distracting me. Ooh, she's even looking at Lindsay in this one. She doesn't really hate him at this point. Oh, there's a smile. No, what year was this? Sorry, I'm so squirrel distracted. Oh, and he's crying. Yep, that's it. So it took Stevie Nicks looks at you like that. I know that feeling. Ooh, she looked right down into my soul. And Silver Sister is right there when I said nervously like a freak of nature. Do you remember the jacket? And she said, no, but I remember you. Ooh. All right. Stevie Nicks, everybody that you didn't hear. Sorry. Go put some Stevie on. <laughs> You'll thank me later. Oh, man. Silver Sister was right there. She heard it. Oh, my God. I think I almost passed out. I still didn't even know what to say. I was like, damn. Lady, you're good. <laughs> and she should remember me because seriously, for almost 35 years now, 35 years, my besties, H&L. We can call them that. We'll go anonymous. That's pretty funny, H&L. Uh, 
HLK, it's an enterprise now. Oh, TM, look out, girls. We're going to do it. We're going to do it for Stevie and the Magic. 35 years, we've been to every Fleetwood Mac and every Stevie Nicks tour, including Canada, uh, Arizona, Oregon, New York. Uh, yeah, a little bear. Um, can I see her in Iowa even? I don't know. I've seen her as many places as I can for almost 35 years. So now I get the treat in my life to go be with all my bestest besties in the whole planet and see her in Napa. On her birthday weekend, of course. Duh! Birthday weekend for Stevie. Oh, yeah, the magic will be happening. Woohoo! <laughs> That's going to be a crazy weekend. All right, get on down. Get certified. Sorry, I keep going squirrel on you. I don't know why. I'm just super excited. Okay, uh, certifications in the great state of Arizona. You can get certified from anywhere in this state now. I mean, we used to have, and we still do. We have people that still drive up from, like, the Dragoons and... Sierra Vista and Tombstone and all over Phoenix, they'll drive to see our doctors because our doctors are that awesome. Yes. Oh, my God. Tangerine juice. So I don't juice this either. <laughs> but they will. But now you don't have to because we have telemedicine. And we will uh, talk to you from anywhere you are. If you're in a facility, you don't want to leave. You can't leave your home. You don't want to leave. You don't want to deal with Tucson traffic. We totally get you. It sucks out here. Oh, Tucson traffic sucks. So safer probably to <laughs> get certified from home. But if you have one of these conditions, you can get your medical cannabis card. PTSD. And that's something, so a lot of these you need records for. And this is definitely one you do on uh, things like cancer, glaucoma, because we can't uh, diagnose that kind of stuff. But PTSD has to be diagnosed by your, your doctor. Uh, every year, not just every two years. I think it's an every year thing. Anyway, PTSD, cancer, glaucoma, AIDS, chronic pain, which covers everything, migraines, um, all types of headaches, fibromyalgia, all the arthritis, uh, RADDD, uh, all the pains in the back, in the body, in the bones, you name it. Uh, severe nausea, seizures, all the seizures including epilepsy, HIV, hep C, ALS, Crohn's disease, agitation of Alzheimer's, which includes dementia and all of the Alzheimer's conditions in between, cachexia or wasting syndrome, uh, severe and persistent muscle spasms, including multiple sclerosis. You are eligible for a medical cannabis card if you suffer from a chronic or debilitating disease or a medical condition, or just the treatment, yep, for chronic or debilitating disease or medical condition that causes any of the above conditions and more. So that's right. Um, if you are going through a treatment like chemo or whatever you're going through for whatever you have and it's causing something on this list, then you absolutely qualify to get your card that way as well. If you suffer from one of these medical conditions and have been diagnosed by an Arizona licensed physician, medical cannabis may help relieve your symptoms. Tumbleweeds Health Center is Arizona's premier cannabis certification health and education center. Our primary focus is to help the patients of Arizona obtain their medical marijuana card and educate everyone about medical cannabis. With current medical records, approval is a simple process. Contact Tumbleweeds Health Center to see if you qualify for your Arizona medical marijuana card. That's right. Give us a call, 520-838-4430. You can come on down to 4826 East Broadway Boulevard, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday currently. Um, and we're open 10 to 6 p.m. Just roll on in when you get off work. You know, it takes a little time to get there. That's why we're open until 6 in case you absolutely need one of our last appointments. Uh, we're there. All right. Okay. Okie dokie. All right, and <clears throat> if you want to come see our other shop, The Good Leaf at 6224 East Speedway Boulevard, just a street parallel uh, over by Bookman's. If any of y'all live here in town, you know where Bookman's is, the corner of Speedway and Wilmot next to, well, we're across the street from the Starbucks and the Trader Joe's, and uh, yeah, okay. Right on. Go check them out. Beautiful shop. They have a ton. We have a ton of CD over there, um, and very knowledgeable staff over there. 
Uh, it's nice and cozy. We have things for your animals because we know that um, dogs and cats and horses, whatever you have, they get stressed out too. They have pain too. They're, I've recommended CBD oil. Um, my friend's dog, she was like, yeah, she can't really get up on the couch anymore. And I was like, come, come. She's like, oh, she's old. I'm like, aha. So <laughs> I gave her some, um, it's a CBD oil that it had a pump on it. Um, and you just, you could pump it into food or pump it right in her mouth. So she did, she put a squirt in her mouth and like, she said she hasn't seen her dog who's like 12, uh, as happy and as spry and spring jumped up on the couch, jumped up on the bed, uh, was like, woohoo, whole new dog again. And I, I liken it to the, um, oil can in the wizard of Oz for the tin man, you know, cause he's standing there and he's, he can't move and, and the oil cans right there and he's like okay. and then little by little that he you know gets squirted with his oil and he's like oh and then his arms and legs start to move he's like hey woohoo and there you have it there you have the tin man <laughs> i bet there was cbd i bet there was full-on cannabis oil and that's why he was so freaking happy all the time <laughs> well not really the tin man wasn't he didn't have a heart until later and then he got really sad <sighs> that movie did you know they're doing okay i'm gonna squirrel again but they're doing a really cool event, and hopefully you'll be back in town for it. I don't remember what month. I think it's like March or something, so it's not like scorching hot. But there's a whole Wizard of Oz thing downtown where you have to go and start on the Yellow Brick Road, and you, there's clues to <clears throat> businesses that are hosting different themed Wizard of Oz things, and you can dress up, uh, which I love to do in costume anyway. Well, I'm just dressing up fun. Otherwise, I'm just a, a blob. <laughs> I like my deep, my sweat, my cozy. Um, anywho, it's going to be fun. I want to do it with um, my neighbor and her grandkids and silver sister, and we'll get Candace kid. Maybe we'll do a live show. <laughs> that would be fun. All right. Let's see um, what is going on in the world of Weed Day Wednesday. All right. What's going on? Um, ooh. Nevada just increased the legal limits for marijuana flower and concentrates. Yep, that's a game winner. As of January 1st, 2024, adults 21 and older can purchase up to two and a half ounces of marijuana flower and or up to a quarter of an ounce of marijuana concentrates from licensed dispensaries in Nevada. Right on. Amounts are an increase from last year when the marijuana possession limit hit one ounce of flour and one eighth of an ounce of concentrates. Uh, Rep uh, Republican Governor Joe Lombardo signed the legislation SB 277 into law in June. Other provisions in the law allowed for licensed medical dispensaries to begin serving non-patients as of January 1st. Woo, Nevada! Right on. Someone was asking me about them the other day and I was like, you know what? You might want to check our website, which leads you to Normal's website with all the rules and regs for each different state, which is great because if you're going somewhere and you, I just, well, you can't travel, you're not, you're not supposed to travel with it. I think CBD is okay. I don't know. I just, <laughs> you do what you do. You do boo. You do you boo. <laughs> if you want to travel with it, go for it. Okay. Whew. I'm not going to lie. What I've done, but you don't have to now because the only states I'm going to are states with legal weed right now. But in the past, I would roll three joints, um, and I had this little Q-tips travel box that I got at Walmart, <laughs> and it snaps open and it's it's a it's a, a see-through blue, a clear blue, if you will. And so I would tuck my three joints in with my Q-tips, and I would close it back up, put the sticker back on like it wasn't even open. And I'd stick in my bag. And I did carry on a couple times like that, but it freaked me out because one time there was a dog running around and that was just, uh, that was not, yeah, yeah, not a good thing to do. Um, so usually I would just check it in and be like, woo, bags checked, I'm off. And I, I later had, had, my friend still works for TSA and um, <laughs> she laughed when I told her that. She's like, they're not looking for three joints uh, in a Q-tip box. She thought that was pretty funny and clever. <laughs> They've seen worse. They're looking for big loads, like, you know, massive amounts of money, cocaine, marijuana, people, <laughs> exotic things, if you will. 
But I didn't know. I didn't really realize, like, you couldn't just go to the bank and grab 10000 cash out if you wanted, if you had it, right? It's all you have in savings. And you're like, oh, I'm going to Mexico. They'd be like, wait a minute. No, you're not. Why do you, why do you have this? It's your money. It's your money. Oh, and you know why? Because people are doing bad things. All right, folks, don't do bad things, okay? Do good things. Smoke more weed. Nevada voters approved a statewide ballot initiative in 2016 legalizing the adult-use cannabis market. Voters had previously decided in favor of an initiative legalizing the production and distribution of medical cannabis in 2000. That deserves a golf clap. Right on. AZ marijuana. Marijuana. All right. Um, another new Arizona cannabis, cannabis dispensary just opened in the Valley. In the Valley. Uh, Nirvana Center just opened and Buckeye. Woohoo. All right. They've got Nirvana rewards and you can earn points and um, they also have daily deals. So there you go. They're open from eight to 10. Find cannabis deals near you. And that's on Leafly. All right. What else is going on in the world of weed? Ooh. Uh, oh. Did you know Iran, 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 Iran? Hangs nine convicted drug traffickers. Ooh. Iran is one of the worst places in the world to get caught selling drugs. And 2023 has been a particularly deadly year, deadly year in the Middle Eastern country for convicted drug traffickers with another slew of executions reported this week. And there's people marching um, stop executions. Wow. Um Nine convicted drug traffickers have been recently hanged in Iran, according to several Middle Eastern news sources, all citing the Islamic Republic news agency. Details on the matter were sparse, but it appeared that three drug traffickers were hanged at a prison in the northeastern Iranian province of Arad Abil on charge of buying and transporting heroin and opium. Iran is located more or less dead center on a major opium smuggling route between Afghanistan and Europe, which has led to sky-high rates of opiate addiction in the area. The other six convicted traffickers were executed separately for trafficking charges related to methamphetamine, heroin, and cannabis, though um, it was unclear if all six were charged for all three substances. Iran has some of the harshest penalties in the world for drug dealing and executions. A Routers article from July of this year reported that Iran had executed 20 drug traffickers in one day. Traffickers. Uh, figures released in June by Amnesty International, a United Kingdom-based human rights advocacy group, reported that Iran executed 173 people for drug-related offenses and 282 people in total in the first half of 2023 after what they described as systematically unfair trials. Uh, Quote, the shameless rate at which the authorities are carrying out drug-related executions in violation of international law exposes their lack of humanity, and flagrant disregard for the right to life. The international community must ensure that cooperation in anti-drug trafficking initiatives do not contribute directly or indirectly to the arbitrary deprivation of life and other human rights violations in Iran. Said Diana Elfaway, Amnesty International's Deputy Director for the Middle East and North Africa. The same report from Amnesty International said that around 20% of executions in Iran targeted a community known as the Baluch or Balakh people, a poor pastoral Muslim ethnic group living chiefly in coastal Pakistan and northwest Iran. Amnesty International said that the death penalty trials often target the poorest of Iranians who are unaware of their rights or how to properly fight for their own defense. Quote, the judges in revolutionary courts will ask if the drugs are yours and it makes no difference if you say yes or no. The judge at my trial told me to be quiet when I said the drugs were not mine. He said my sentence was death and ordered me to sign a document accepting it. He didn't even allow my lawyer to speak in my defense, an Iranian death row inmate said to Amnesty International. Another relative of a death row inmate told Amnesty International that 
the prisoner's court appointed lawyer basically extorted them for a large sum of money and then vanished entirely. Quote, she never saw her court appointed lawyer. He gave the family false promises that he would have her death sentence overturned if they paid him an extortionate amount of money. The relative of death row inmates said they told they sold everything they had, uh, even their sheep. Once he took their money, he disappeared and left the family with a lot of debt. Another relative of some executed in Iran, a teenager, told Amnesty International. He was now faced with the choice of making money to support his family or paying his school registration. Quote, I should be worried about my exams. Like other children, not going to work, my wages do not cover my family's necessities because of all the loans we have. I don't even have the money to cover my school registration for next year. If my father hadn't been executed, I would be thinking about my future right now, not thinking of how to make money for my family, the teenager said. A 2022 Amnesty International report said <clears throat> that Iran had the second highest rates of executions in the world, surpassed only by China. The same report said that the rate of execution in Iran increased by 83% from 2021 to 2022, largely due to an increase in murder and drug trafficking convictions. States and intergovernmental bodies must condemn uh, the Iranian authorities in the strongest terms. For these arbitrary executions call for an official moratorium on all executions and send representatives to visit prisoners sentenced to death and seek attendance at trials involving capital crimes. Given the crisis of impunity for mass arbitrary executions, they must also urgently pursue meaningful pathways for accountability, Elsaway said. In early 2023, Amnesty International reported five people were executed for engaging in protests. A man was executed for adultery due to having uh, engaged in a consensual sexual relationship with a married woman, and two social media users were executed for apostasy, meaning the abandonment or renunciation of religious beliefs and insulting the prophet of Islam. Um, wow, I don't even know <laughs> what to say to that except uh, we are free. Uh, wow. Oh, that's, that's intense. Just social media posters got hang. You they they hang them for post. Oh, oh Lord! I think I need to hear a song. I'll be blazing and smoking it, about to go and get some munchies next Passing up on those cracker jacks, Reese's pizzas are where it's at Gotta get me some soda pop, cotton mouth has been creeping up I can't remember where I put my keys, yeah, that's what's up I'ma take your grandpa's ride, I'ma take your grandpa's ride No, for real, ask your grandpa, can I take a 65? Seville cruising to my local Publix Nothing better than rolling with two super fly chicks They have frozen burritos, I bought frozen burritos I bought some Ben and Jerry's, and then I bought some Cheetos Hello, hello, my main man Obama A couple states have just reformed their laws on marijuana What you gonna do, send the feds there? Hell no, the DEAs would be like, aw, they got volcanoes I'm gonna smoke some weed, only got $20 in my pocket I'm a hunt, looking for a pot shop, this is fucking No, 
know about the science of marijuana What you know about people suffering from glaucoma They need it, they need it, it helps them with their condition If you don't believe me, then just ask some eye physicians Thank your granddad for voting for that guy Richard Nixon is the president who made the plant illegal But science is now showing that it's medicine for people And the private sector fighting to keep all of that illegal Alcohol and tobacco, pharmaceutical prisons I'll take those four major lobby groups and fight those motherfuckers They're making money day and night, all those motherfuckers And bribing Congress out of sight, all those motherfuckers They'd be like, oh, it's immoral and unhealthy I'm like, how many people are you making wealth? Anti-marijuana lobbies are making all kinds of profits And they don't want you to stop it because of all the special interest I call that getting swindled and pimped shit I call that getting tricked by the government That law's hella old so it's time to update it, regulate it, and then get it under state control. Peak game, look into my political telescope. Think it's gonna stay like this forever? Not hella won't. Not hella won't. Hey Obama, stop being a hypocrite. You used to smoke weed, Welcome back. Uh, Wednesday, Wednesday, everybody. Woo-hoo. Sorry about that last deep, intense Iranian hanging article. Wow. <sighs> Be lucky you're here, kids. We could just go buy weed or whatever we want around the corner and not get hung. Jeez. Woo. That's a wake up for Wednesday, Wednesday, January 10th, 350 days until Christmas. <laughs> Don't say I didn't warn you. Mm. Which means 300 and like maybe 40 days till I get my goodies for my best friend in the mail. <laughs> the green cookies. Oh, they're awesome. All right. Let's see what else is going on in the world of weed. All right. Um, all right. U.S. Congressman urges the DEA to expedite rescheduling cannabis. Take it off. The plant. So Wow. Oh, yeah. Um, another U.S. congressman is putting pressure on the Drug Enforcement Administration, the DEA, to follow through on a presidential request regarding cannabis reform. Representative Steve Cohen from Tennessee wrote a letter January 4th to DEA Administrator Ann Milgram urging her, quote, in the strongest possible way to act expeditiously on the August 29th, Department of Health and Human Services, HHS, recommendation to schedule cannabis uh, to Schedule 3 under the Controlled Substances Act. Quote, marijuana never belonged on Schedule 1, Cohen wrote. Its inclusion resulted in harsh and disproportionate prison sentences, particularly for communities of color. Nearly half of the states have already legalized marijuana for recreational use by ballot measure. You have a historic opportunity to make meaningful progress as Congress works on legislation to deschedule marijuana under the Controlled Substances Act. Address some of the in, um, inequities caused by this misguided and discriminatory policy. A longtime advocate of lifting restrictions of the plant, Cohen claims he's been behind cannabis reform since 1977. <laughs> uh, I was for mar- hashtag marijuana before it was cool since 1977. Hashtag legalize it. Uh, Cohen has sponsored numerous cannabis reform bills like the Compassionate Access Research Expansion and Respect States CARES Act of 2019, which aim to remove restrictions on activities related to medical cannabis that are authorized by state law in addition to the Sensible Enforcement of Cannabis Act of 2019, the States Act, the Marijuana Justice Justice Act of 2019, and the Marijuana Freedom of Opportunity Act, among others. Um, 
In July, the month before uh, HHS recommendation, Cohen pressed Milgram on cannabis policy while she was testifying to a subcommittee on crime and federal government surveillance oversight hearing. Quote, it's not your fault. I've seen DEA heads. I've seen FBI directors. I've seen attorneys general say exactly what you're saying. Governmental gibberish about marijuana, Cohen said during the hearing. They've done nothing for 17 years. And for years before that, it goes back to the 30s. The government has messed this up forever. Biden understands it should be reclassified. He says from 1 to 3, it should be reclassified from 1 to 420. To Cohen's point, this wasn't the first time he's pressed a top DEA figure. In 2018, former DEA Administrator Robert Patterson said during a House Judiciary Committee hearing on opioid abuse that the reason cannabis, quote, remains in Schedule 1 is because of the science, quote. The science, Cohen question, I'm happy to hear you going down a bad path with marijuana, Patterson said. All of the driving conversations around this literally go around revenue. And that's unfortunate to me. I think most adults don't see it as dollars and cents, Cohen said. Most adults see it as a freedom issue and taking someone's liberty from them for smoking marijuana. In Cohen's letter sent to Milgram this week, he said he's eager to see a notice of proposed rulemaking from the DEA. And he believes it's critical the DEA initiates the process, quote, quickly. Cohen's letter comes on the heels of other U.S. lawmakers sending a similar request to Milgram. In late October, Rep. Ed Blumenauer and 30 other congressional members signed a letter asking the DEA to recognize the merits of descheduling uh, and work with congressional leaders in a manner that coincides with public opinion that cannabis should be legal. Furthermore, the letter stated that the decision to schedule cannabis was, quote, rooted in stigma rather than evidence-based process, quote. This evidence-based process includes the HHS following through on a presidential directive to oversee a medical and scientific analysis of cannabis from which the department recognized that cannabis does indeed have medical value and therefore does not belong on Schedule One under the CSA before making its recommendation to the DEA in August. On December 19th, DEA Acting Chief Michael Miller from the Office of Congressional Affairs responded in a letter to uh, Blumenauer writing, quote, DEA has the final authority to schedule, reschedule, or deschedule a drug under the Controlled Substances Act. After considering the relevant statutory and regulatory criteria and HHS's scientific and medical evaluation, DEA is now conducting its review. This vague letter from Miller was first reported by Punchbowl News and then widely reported elsewhere throughout the industry. But Shane Pennington, partner at Porter Wright Morris and Arthur LLP, told Cannabis Business Times, that's not news. The news of a proposed rule from the DEA and a formal notice to initiate a rulemaking process is what many industry stakeholders eagerly await. This is what Cohen is pushing in his most recent letter. Well, yeah, we all want it uh, rescheduled or descheduled because um, the schedule of drugs. Let's look that up for any of you that uh, drug scheduling, drug schedule. There we go. Let's see if we can find the, I think there's five. What's on the schedule schedule of drugs? Here we go. Uh, Yeah, I know that uh, cannabis, here we go. Uh, Schedule one. a high abuse potential with no accepted medical use. Medications within this schedule may uh, not be prescribed, dispensed, or administered. Examples include marijuana, cannabis, heroin, mescaline, peyote, lysergic acid, LSD, MDMA, and methoqualone. All right, Molly, for those who, you know, who need that, Molly. Um, that's Schedule 1. No accepted medical use. Ha! So see already, eh, out of that one. Two, a high potential uh, abuse with severe psychological or physical dependence. However, these medications have an accepted medical use and may be prescribed, dispensed, or administered. Examples include fentanyl, oxycodone, morphine, uh, methylphenidate, hydromorphone, uh, amphetamine, meth, uh, pentobarbital, and cecobarbital. 
Scheduled two drugs may not receive a refill at the pharmacy. Wow. So cannabis is worse than fentanyl. Okay. Schedule three, intermediate abuse potential, less than schedule two, but more than schedule four. Let me get that straight. Okay, guys. Less than schedule two, but more than four. Come on, guys. An example of these are uh, anabolic steroids, testosterone, and ketamine. Mm -hmm. Okay, remember, more than two, less than four. Get in there. Um, Schedule four, abuse potential less than two, but more than four, more than five, I mean. Uh, Examples include diazepam, alprozolam, tramadol. Trammies. <laughs> Trammies are in four. And Schedule 5 are medications with the least potential for abuse among controlled substances. Examples include pregabalin, uh, diphenoxylate, atropine, dextromethophan, D's. Wow. Only drug enforcement, uh, only the DEA registered practitioners can prescribe controlled substances. Uh, All prescriptions for Schedule 2 must be provided to the pharmacist in written form or transmitted by an improved computer system for the Electronic Prescribing of Controlled Substances, EPCS. And several states now require the EPCS systems to be used for controlled substances prescribing. A prescription for a Schedule 2 medication may be called in by a registered practitioner in emergency. However, a written prescription must be provided within seven days, and note the following tables. Okay, well, meh. Wow. Okay, there you have it. There is the chart. An intense chart, but, you know, drugs are intense, and you need to know how to handle your drugs. It ain't easy. (laughs) I've had my share share of challenges. All right, let's see what else is going on in the world. Um, ooh, Maine's 2023 adult use cannabis sales topped 200 million. Wow. And the Department of Veterans Affairs is funding studies on psilocybin, Molly, MDMA, for PTSD and depression. Uh, West Virginia legislators support cannabis as method to reduce fentanyl overdoses. Mm-hmm. Oh, Canada, a wasted weed. Canada's disposal of 3.7 million pounds of cannabis since 2018. What? Oversupply? Oh, please. There's no such thing as oversupply. Come on. You don't destroy weed. You... All right. Whatever. In 2022, in the first half of 2023, Canada went through a whopping... 611.7 million grams, yep, that's 1.3 million pounds of cannabis dried bud, but not in a fun way. All of the marijuana in question was tossed out by licensed producers as a result of a disparity between how much is grown and how much people can use. Mm. Yeah. They chucked out nearly 44% more than the 425.3 million grams just last year, according to Health Canada. The reported figures actually only account for the weight of destroyed unpackaged cannabis. This indicates that the total volume of cannabis waste in Canada, including products uh, that had already been packaged, could be much higher, perhaps exceeding 2 billion grams. Industry experts and consultant Farrell Miller notes, that the majority of this discarded product was destroyed for being too old and having too little THC. There's no demand for old and low THC products. So manufacturers of finished products are not buying this biomass as input, she said. It's likely low-quality material with no value. (laughs) As consumers become more savvy with packaging dates on, on dried cannabis products, this trend will only continue. If the destructive pattern continues at the same alarming rate from July to December 2023, it could mean that Canada's cannabis industry has already hit the apex of its supply-demand mismatch. So it's trying to move towards a balance 
as wasteful as it is, not to mention awful for the environment, Canada may be the first big nation to uh, to legalize adult use weed back in 2018, but we know now that Canadians aren't smoking enough to keep up with the supply. MJ Biz Daily estimates that more than 1.7 billion grams, that's 3.7 million pounds of unsold and unpackaged dried flour have been thrown out. And this number doesn't include the packaged products. Approximately 24 million packages of cannabis products have also met the same fate since 2014. Wow. Wow. That's Stupid. After Canada legalized recreational cannabis sales, there was a, a surge in licensed producers excessively cultivating the plant. As a result, from 2017 to around 2020, right before the pandemic hit and during the cannabis stock boom, the focus of an, uh, analysts and investors were more on the potential production volume promised by cannabis companies rather than on their actual sales figures. This motivated licensees to invest heavily in giant greenhouses. However, the model was not sustainable. These vast cultivation areas generally fell short of delivering the premium high THC cannabis that consumers were seeking, highlighting a significant gap between production output and market demand. Marie Sweeney, a cannabis team advisor at Cannabis License Expert, a consultancy based in Ontario, has also noted that the slew of weed business shutdowns in the industry is part of why they're destroying so much herb. She notes that bankrupt companies are often forced to get rid of any unsold products if they are not sold off prior to the expiration date of their federal permit. As per MJ Biz Daily, Sweeney also says that the new labeling standards for high THC products are a major issue. While Plenty of cannabis users understandably want strong weed. This creates a market surplus of lower THC, but still quality cannabis flower. Plenty of wholesalers have policies of rejecting products with less than 20 to 25% THC. Furthermore, Sweeney points out that companies don't have effective business models. These are all problems made worse by the fact that there's just a rampant overproduction of cannabis. So what about a solution to this heartbreaking problem of wasted weed? Miller suggests that the Canadian government should seek methods of methods to align public policy and regulatory activities more closely with provincial regulators and cannabis license holders. Quote, there haven't been any limits placed on issuing licenses, and that is controlling, sorry, that is contributing to the oversupply, she said. If there were was more of a national coordination effort that would give the federal government more insight into what is actually making it onto the shelves and stores. Only the federal government licensed production and the provincial and territorial governments manage retail. So a more coordinated approach with the industry among the provincial and federal governments would help manage the oversupply of licensed products. She adds that those who have cultivation licenses must find a way to grow cannabis that meets minimum THC requirements if they want anyone to buy their products. Quote, retailers and wholesalers, suppliers across the country have adapted to consumer demands by purchasing primarily high THC products, she said. Licensed growers and manufacturers have accumulated trim and biomass that cannot be sold or created into high-impact products, meaning it's often destroyed. Improved uh, oversight, data sharing, and communication between the federal government and retailers across the country would help control the production of excess cannabis by balancing production with Consumer demand. There's no such thing as excess cannabis. You idiots. Make it into something. Salves, lotions, balms, tinctures, whatever. Oh, my Lord. What to do with it? I don't know. Put it in a smoothie. Make salad. Cheese. Power's back on. Whoop, woo, woo, woo. Yay for the power. Tommy. All right. I won't finish singing that. Yay for power. Man, you don't know what power goes out when it's zero degrees. Scary. All right. No more fires. No more fires in the front yard. Woo. All right. Quit wasting your weed, Canada. That's so lame. Oh, my God. That's lame. Uh, Cannabis Business Times. Thank you for always sending your magazines. We are on the computer with your Cannabis Business Times right now. All right. Let's see. Um... Attorney weighs in on the possible rescheduling timeline. Yeah, they're going to say, oh, another five, ten years. They keep saying that. (laughs) 
since we opened almost 13 years ago at SummerWeedSellCenter.com. Come get certified. You want to know what you get certified for? Cruise on over to the website. If you don't have that up, well, I'll tell you right now. You can get certified in the great state of Arizona for PTSD, cancer, glaucoma, AIDS, chronic pain, seizure, oh, severe nausea, seizures, including epilepsy. Now, chronic pain covers a lot of the chronic pains like migraines, um, IBS even, arthritis, the back pains, the knee pain, leg pain, cramping pain, all sorts of pains. You got the pain, the fibros, fibromyalgia pain, yep. Uh, scoliosis, kyphosis, yep, check, check. Uh, HIV, hep C, ALS, Crohn's disease, agitation of Alzheimer's, dementia, and all of them in between, um, cachexia or racing syndrome, uh, severe and persistent muscle spasms, including multiple sclerosis, and you're also you're also eligible for a medical card if you're suffering from something that's causing one of those conditions on that list, you can get your medical card for that. If you suffer from one of these medical conditions and have been diagnosed by an Arizona licensed physician, medical cannabis may help relieve your symptoms. Tumbleweeds Health Center is Arizona's premier cannabis certification health and education center. Our primary focus is to help the patients of Arizona obtain their medical marijuana card and educate everyone about medical cannabis. With current medical records, approval is a simple process. Contact Tumbleweeds Health Center to see if you qualify for your Arizona medical marijuana card. Give us a call, 520-838-4430. You can even email thctucson at gmail.com. If you don't want to come in, you can actually get certified through our telemedicine section. Just go to the telemedicine section on the website, and there is a button there that you push, and it will take you to the form that you just need to fill out for the telemedicine appointment. And then we'll call you, and we'll set it up. and you can also go to the certification section, and there's a button that says book appointment, and it takes you to our program called Booksy. And thank you, Silver Sister, for changing that over 13 years. <laughs> Got me on that one. Um, all right. It has a calendar. You pick your MMJ certification. You book it. Um, and then... Um, Okay, you can also do a cannabis consultation, which is awesome. We have one of those coming up this week for some folks. Uh, If you're not sure if you want to get your card, if you need a card, if it's what's for you, um, you can give it a try for $50. Come in and meet with one of our doctors. Bring your mom and dad, bring your grandparents, bring your kids, whoever the card's for, uh, and ask away. Ask all your questions. And then if you feel that that's right for you, we can uh, get you an appointment to um, get certified. And then if not, we can maybe help you with some CBD products. Are chronic conditions holding you back from a happy, healthy life? Get on the right track with Tumbleweeds Health Center. Our CBD products are formulated to fit your healthy lifestyle. I would definitely say that CBD has changed my life. I mean, I don't worry about my dog anymore, and I don't worry about sleeping anymore. Tumbleweeds Health Center, voted number one health center in Tucson, has created a proprietary number of CBD blends, each designed to promote health and well-being. Let Tumbleweeds Health Center show you how CBD products might help you improve your life the natural way. That's right. Get on over to The Good Leaf at 6224 East Speedway Boulevard for all your hemp and CBD needs and CBG, CBC, CB, CBCs, ABCs, ABC. Okay, I won't go there. All right, here we go. Let's read something fun um, before we head on now because it is that time. Let's see. Um, We're going to read about, we'll see if we can get through it. How much did an ounce of cannabis flower cost in 2023? What are we looking for 2024? Um, how much does an ounce of cannabis flower cost at dispensaries these days? Under $200, $300? Yeah, hundreds. The answer is all of the above. As the old saying, you get what you pay for, is only relative to the state market in which consumers are making their purchases in the cannabis world. 
While flower prices generally come down in states as their cannabis programs mature, the rate of these price drops are dependent upon myriad variables, such as licensing structures, legal statuses in neighboring states, and of course, supply and demand. And these pricing dynamics are perhaps no more evident than in comparison between Michigan and Illinois, whose adult use markets launched sales within one month of each other in December 2019 and January 2020, respectively. Notably, while the days of $300 ounces are a thing in the past, they used to be $350 to $4, in Michigan, where the average adult use cannabis flower price was roughly $92 an ounce at retail in 2023, Illinois adult use dispensaries averaged 293 an ounce for adult use flower this year. These numbers are, are according to the Michigan Cannabis Regulatory Agency, the CRA, and the Illinois Cannabis Regulata- uh, Regulation Oversight Office, the CROO, the CRU. The CRU. Um, here's how prices in six adult use markets of various ages have trended in the past four years. All right, well, okay, so um, let's see. Average cannabis flower price per ounce. Michigan's average adult use cannabis flower price dropped from $419.39 an ounce um, to $91 in 2023, from 2020 to 2023. Wow. And you can hover over the bar to see figures. Oh, I see. Okay. So um, in 2023, so for example, um, okay, well, well, why did they do that that way? So in, for Oregon, oh Illinois, no let's go, uh, let's go Maine. Uh, uh, where where is Oregon? Oregon, okay. Oh okay, well see because Oregon started out because they had so much weed. Started low, stay low, but let we'll we'll look at some other other folks that rose. And dipped here. So in 2020, they're at 151, um, and then by 2023, they're at 109. So it, it went from 151, 147, 111 to 109 in 2023. So you're looking around 100 bucks an ounce in Oregon, while in um, Michigan, like they said, you went from 419 in 2020 to 91. Um, let's see in uh, Massachusetts, we went from 394 to 173 in 2023. And Colorado, we went from 136 to 98. Woohoo! And Illinois, uh, we went from 452 to 292. As depicted above, Michigan's market experienced a 78% decrease for its average adult use cannabis flower, while Illinois' average uh, price decreased 35%. So, what's the deal with the Michigan Illinois comparison? For starters, uh, the cannabis retail landscape is much more competitive in Michigan, where there are only, there are 741 active dispensary licenses. Whew. As of November 30th, are roughly 7.4 storefronts for 100,000 people. In, in Illinois, there are 177 licensed dispensaries. Um, that's 1.4 storefronts for 100,000 people. In addition, Michigan has roughly 950 active cannabis cultivation licenses. Uh, in its adult use marketplace, and another 96 for excess growers, each of whom are allowed to cultivate up to 10,000 plants at a time. This has led to what many call the race to the bottom amid price comparison struggles throughout March of 2022 and 2023. That sounds about right. Um, all right. Well, you know what, folks? Um, there you have it. We're going to just call it right there because... Uh, it's that time. Thank you for tuning in. Fish goes to show the highs, high and the lows, uh, the weedness. Thanks for tuning in each and every Wednesday. We promise to bring you fun, maybe sometime lots of fun, and we'll bring the news, the weed news to you and your weedy buddies. All right. Uh, we're here each and every week, Wednesday mostly. <laughs> um, remember, be smart. And educate. Happy Weed Day. Be nice to each other. Be kind. Smoke weed. Yeah. And we'll see you next week. Woohoo.
Happy Wednesday, Wednesday, everybody. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Haha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.